What's going on people and welcome to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. The aim of our podcast is to show you how anyone can start a business, find their dream job or develop a revenue stream in the emerging blockchain industry. Most if not all of our guests started with just an idea, a few hundred dollars and a Twitter account. Before we meet today's guest, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Today, we're joined by Otsukimi from Moonrock Capital. For those listeners out there who are interested in transitioning their career into the crypto space, I'd highly recommend listening into this episode. Otsukimi started in the crypto space several years ago, as most of us do by investing and trading, and he's now transitioned into full-time working in this space. So let's go ahead and speak with Otsukimi. What's going on people and welcome back to the Blockchain Enterprises podcast. Today we're joined by Otsukimi from Moonrock Capital. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good, good. I'm very well and uh, thanks for taking the time out to speak with us. Yeah, no problem. Fantastic. I mean, I'm really excited about today's episode. Um, as our listeners probably know, you know, we're, we're big advocates of uh, transitioning your career into the um, you know crypto space and kind of working in blockchain so i guess that leads us on to, to our first question is like um you know mentioned you're from the the team at moonrock capital do you want to tell us a little bit about your role and how this came about uh yes so uh currently i'm in charge of a lot of the content management uh bringing on board uh the clients um from so from the investment side they they take care of that but i i help onboard these the startups before they launch and get them squared away with their blog, with their social media, um, things like that. So I'm in charge of that. Um, and it really came about because uh, I started doing volunteer work for them. And just, you know, it's been oh, almost two years now. Um, over, the, over the course of that, they just gave me more and more work. And then eventually it became a, a paid role. So. Um, I think that's a really interesting point you mentioned, like in terms of like, you know, it's a, it, it transitioned, you've been working there for a while, you transitioned from, you know, just starting out writing content for them and now you're, you're full-time. For, for any of our listeners out there who, who are interested in, in building a career in blockchain and transitioning to work in this space, like what sort of advice could you give them? Um, you know, some advice that I could give them, I mean, if you're, if you're passionate about this, that's 90% of what you can do from the get-go, like, You'll, you'll find some work just to start, whether it's just volunteer stuff. Like that, that's where I would go. I mean, this, this crypto space is wide open for people that are just passionate. I mean, there's pretty big roles that, you know, they just need working experience. They don't need like masters and graduate and all this other, you know, 10 years experience of all this stuff. Like they just need somebody that's got the heart to do this. And I mean, there's so many opportunities that I've seen where, they just need somebody that likes to do this. And then you'll get a shot doing volunteer work maybe. And, you know, that might be three months, six months, you know, at the most, depending on what, what area you're doing this in. But then that could lead to some paid work. And the best thing I can say is, you know, get going on it. Maybe start your own blog or find a way to 
have yourself exposed to the space and someone people are paying attention and you know they'll they'll more than likely pick you up uh, again I, I really like what you're saying there about you know in terms of volunteering we we often find that once you fall down that the crypto rabbit hole you end up spending so many of your free hours after work in this space <laughs> anyway so i mean in terms of the volunteering, like what sort of, what, what sort of routes do you recommend people could go down? Like how would they go about you know, approaching a project to start volunteering for them? Um, I'd say um, from the get-go, like if you're starting at just completely bare minimum, I, best thing I can say, like depending on what you're doing, but so let's say like I started in the writing field, um, get, you, get you a website going, get you a blog, like a lot, yeah, Medium and all these other blog places, you can get on there for free. So you just start writing for a few months and then start reaching out to projects that you, you genuinely like. Like there's, you know, like a lot of people, you know, you know, I get a lot of messages like, hey, glad, you know, glad you've really took an off over the years from where I used to be. And people don't really see like how many times I've actually tried and I've failed. Like mm-hmm. I've, I've reached out to these companies like, like blockchain companies. And like, I got no answer. I got an embarrassing message or like failure after failure. So like, you're going to, there's going to be that give and take, like you're going to see days where it's not going to look as pretty. Um, but you just got to keep pushing, like message the message, the projects that you're interested in, like connect with people on Twitter, like, like crypto Twitter is such such an amazing network because I mean I've never networked with people like this before and it's on one sense it's it's easy to do another sense you do have to put in some time to do it you know and crypto is a 24-7 thing um yeah just don't be embarrassed to reach out and and just try to try to snag that first gig you know I love that and I mean in terms of reaching out I think this is one of the few spaces where within like two minutes of joining a project or going on their website, you can jump into their Telegram, Discord or Twitter and just literally reach out to the CEO or the owner or the co-founders. Um, so again, I love the advice you're giving here in terms of, you know, just, just take the chance. I mean, like you said, not everything works out, but that's crypto in a nutshell, right? Not every coin you get into will, will 100x. It only really takes that one opportunity to really change your life. And and on that note, in terms of like opportunities and changing your life, like, you know, I've known you for a while. Um, you mentioned you've been writing content for Moonrock Capital for like coming up to just over two years now. Um, in terms of like the opportunity you've had there, do you want to tell our audience a little bit more about like the doors it's opened up for you, not just in terms of content writing, but also in terms of networking? Uh, yeah, so, um, so that started right around, it'd be about two years in November. Um, so about a year, maybe a little over a year and a half. Um, I was, um, I, I've already connected with a few of, few of the guys there. Um, you know, Simon's one of them. Um, Alex Smith is another one. Um, but I just, they really just needed people to, to start doing any kind of content at all. And, and I was, I was already connected with these guys. So that kind of made it a little bit easier. Um, but yeah, I just, I kind of just volunteered to, uh, to start doing some writing. And I, I mean, that's one thing, like I focused on my skill set, like, like my education is in writing and research. So that's just, I like reading and I like research and writing. I like 
cryptocurrency, put them together. And that's kind of how I put my two strengths and my passions together and kind of went that direction. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of helped me network a lot um, because I got to work with these like projects and most of these projects are, you know, they're not publicly launched yet. Mm-hmm. And that's not a big, a lot, not a lot of people get that opportunity. So I got to see a whole new, like part of the space that I'm not used to seeing. And it, it kind of really opened my eyes to all this. So it's, um, it's been pretty fun. I think the the point you mentioned there about like the, the opportunities and the fun element, I mean, this is one of the key things we always stress to people when, when we recommend working in, in blockchain is you cannot replicate this level of fun elsewhere. I mean, unless you're like a sports star or, you know, musician, um, I think crypto is one of the most exciting places to be. Do you want to give our listeners a rundown of what like a typical working day or week looks like for you? Uh, yeah, so um, a typical work week, like I like you kind of mentioned, it, it is a little bit different um, than a typical nine to five. And, and I love that, by the way. Like I love the fact that like, I mean, I'm, I can work anywhere that I want in the world that from the get go. That's, that's one of the main reasons I'm at, like the extra benefits of this thing. But you know, I'll, I'll wake up, grab a cup of coffee and read, you know, read my messages and kind of get squared away for, you know, for the rest of the day. But I'd say, you know, right around after breakfast, um, you know, I, I, I take care of all the writing and communication that's really pertinent you know, before noon. And most, most of that is actually not writing. Most of that's just communicating with, with the different clients that we got. Um, and then, I mean, honestly, I'll, I'll work in, I'll work in spurts. Like I'll, instead of working like a normal eight hour work day, like most people do, like I'll do like two or three hours at a time, you know, take a 30 minute to an hour break, do it again, you know? So, and I, you know, I got a family like a lot of other people do. So, I try to work around, like I can work around that. Mm-hmm. Like the people at Moonrock are very flexible and, and two things. One, they really trust me. So that's something that you, they need to have out of me. And that's something that I, like I enjoy the fact that I can work on my own. Like mm-hmm. I, like I hate micromanagement. Um, so I can, I can get things done on my own. So like, I just need somebody to trust me to do these things and they do. And, and they've been trusting me and I've been trusting them for, you know, almost two years now. But it's not really like a trust issue. Like we have this almost relationship now um, to where like, like if I can't communicate with one of them for two days, three days or a week, they trust me to get the work done. And I do get the work done. Most often than not, everything is squared away. Um, and then towards the end of the day, you know, I'll, you know, usually I'll take the afternoon off for family or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then towards the end of the day, um, I'll set myself up for the next day. Like, okay, like what, what are my assignments for the next day? Um, so I've already got kind of a preparation for when I wake up and do everything all over again. Cause sometimes you do get something like, Hey, I need, I need something done you know, right now. Or, you know, like, you know, the crypto's going crazy, like with the prices mm-hmm. or it's going up, going down, like they need something in response to that. Um, so there, there is an element where it's it's immediate, but most of the time, you know, I've got it prepared to where um, you know, I've got some set up when you know when I wake up in the morning. So fantastic, and 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 I love what you're saying here about the flexibility. I mean, so many of our listeners can probably relate to the fact that 
they probably don't hate their job. What they hate is that they're fixed to one yeah. location at a fixed time. And it's a monotonous routine of a, you know, routine that's the same day upon day, week upon week. I mean, you've been working in this space for, like you said, coming up to two years um, this later on this year. Like, how has that been in terms of, like, managing your family life for, like, let's say, vacations or taking time off? Uh, yeah, so it's um, it's been up and down, but it's been more up lately, like, as I get used to this. Um, so there's, there's a few different things, like, it... it we we've kind of me and my wife and you know my son who <laughs> my son doesn't have a say but um we we have this sort of thing like we wanted to be remote first for a long time mm-hmm. and so my my wife does have a remote job also so that already helps um and we we have family overseas so we we've kind of already tried to prepare for this flexibility because you know, we do want to travel internationally and, and COVID kind of put a hurdle in that, but we're not, we're not going to stop in that regard. Like, um, we, we love it. Um, you know, it doesn't, you know, things like my son's school, you know, that, that plays a part into it. But other than that, I mean, most of our life is already flexible already. So that, that really helps. Um, so we've just, you know, why not get a job in, in that, that range of flexibility? So, course and and on that note i mean it's interesting to to see like how crypto was already remote before corona so like if you're in this space and you're used to doing any element of communication you know the the transition from working a traditional job in an office to then working remote is not as big as it may be for people who don't have you know this um, this prior knowledge and experience and i think another thing i wanted to bring up here in terms of like inspiring our listeners out there is you know the, the salaries and pays and rewards in crypto compared to like traditional real world jobs so again without giving too much information about you know your current salary or your previous like how do the salaries compare to in your current job now to what you were earning before and like what's the difference in terms of being paid in crypto and how you're managing that um you know the salaries the salary is good i'd say the biggest component versus like a regular job was you know, I'm used to just a regular basic paycheck mm-hmm. with like, so, so here, here's your paycheck after taxes, after all your, you know, your 401k or whatever is going on. And so you just receive a check and that's it. And you go about your life. And for some people that's okay. Like for me, like I've always been kind of not weirded out, but just kind of, it always felt unusual. <clears throat> um, but like with, with crypto now, like, like I do get paid in crypto and, and, you know, even, even some of the, biggest people in my life that are crypto enthusiasts are like, I wouldn't even like, like they're skeptical about that. So it's like, um, I'm in a whole new ball game. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Like you do, you know, depending on what part of what country you're in or, you know, you, you do have to do your own taxes. You do have to do your own, you know, like, you know, healthcare, if that's not free for you or whatever. So like you, you have to involve yourself more into that. So that it is more work. Um, but you also like, I almost like that in a sense, like I like the extra freedom that comes with that. Um, and you just gotta, you gotta manage that well. Um, so like for me, I get, you know, I get paid once a month when I'm used to, you know, where I'm at a normal nine to five is paid every two weeks. So that's another consideration. Like you have to budget for the whole month Mm -hmm. instead of every two weeks. And, and some people here get paid once a week and 
and, and you know that's okay with me you know um so yeah other than that it's it's um it's it's, it's pretty much the same other than that um just do a lot of preparation and you know you gotta really you know you, you can't just go blow all your money because you're responsible for more things <laughs> that the, the government may not be happy about so and another thing I wanted to bring up was in terms of like, you know, remote working, you don't have that traditional like team and office environment. Like, uh, how's it been communicating with the team um, in, your, in your current role? And what sort of advice could you give to people who are, again, thinking about taking this step into crypto and worrying about the communication element? Do you want to tell us a little bit about like, do you have regular team meetings? Do you have like a, a discord group or anything you guys keep in touch on? Yeah, yeah. So we um, we have various um, various ways of communicating. We got you know Telegrams, probably one of our main ones. Um, Slack, Twitter, um, Zoom. Like a lot of these are pretty standard for most communication, like remote based, except for Telegram. I think that's more crypto centric. <laughs> but um, I mean, we we do have regular meetings. Like I'm, you know, my contact. Um, Alex Smith, he's, I gotta, I gotta communicate with him every day about updates. Like, here's what I'm doing today. Here's what I'm probably doing for the rest of the week. And, you know, so we, we kind of have like a little, you know, five or 10 minutes or, you know, a little exchange. And sometimes that's on video chat. Sometimes that's not. Sometimes I do have to wake up for video calls. Um, when you're, when you're probably not, you know, you're probably still in your pajamas. You still gotta <laughs> do it because. You know, because that's another element. So, like, I'm I'm located in the United States, and most of the communication for crypto is done around London time. Um, so, a lot of times, I'm kind of, you know, for me, an early morning is, you know, they're already like later in the day. So that's that's another the, the time element is also, I'd say that's probably more um, more difficult than the communication aspect um, because you got to be up at a certain time sometimes um but other than that um yeah it's i'd say for people trying to get involved in this it's just don't like like i said earlier don't be afraid to be embarrassed at first like there's always going to be people that are going to help you out um like you know like i don't know how to turn on my camera or i don't know how to you know i don't have a zoom account or you know i i want to get a different telegram you know it's just like like these things like don't be afraid to say what you need to say to people um, cause with clients in particular, I used to be hesitant to say a few things and I used to not like kind of hold my own water or hold my own weight. Um, but you just gotta, you just gotta get in there and find out what they need, get it delivered and get it done. And, and not even in a mean way, just like in a professional way. Um, that way, you know, you kind of, you kind of get through that and get what you need done. Um, but yeah, it's, don't be afraid to get your feet wet. Um. Don't be afraid if you might be a little embarrassed and you know, somebody should help you out. I mean, crypto is a pretty friendly space um, from what, from what I've seen. So, I agree. And I love what you're saying there about, you know, don't be afraid to ask. I think one of the worst things you can do in this space, especially if you, you don't know, is just be, you know, in, in, in ignorance and not know and not take that chance of asking someone most often, a lot of us who've been around in this space a long time have been through the same things. We can answer these questions. And I, I love what you say there about like crypto um, and, and working in this space. Just like find out what you need and get it done. 
and I think that really represents crypto in a nutshell. Um, things move very fast, mistakes are made, but there's never nothing ever that bad that it can't be fixed. And and on that note, for people who are worrying about working in this area, you know, working in this industry, and you know they feel like they don't have the confidence or they may make mistakes. I mean, I always say to everyone, you know, people, everyone makes a mistake in crypto. If if you've not made a mistake in crypto, you've not been here long enough. And you know. <laughs> On that note, do you want to give our listeners like an example of like, you know, a mistake you've made in your time working in crypto, like how, what happened and how, how you dealt with it? Oh, geez. I don't know how many mistakes I got. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, you know, I, um, you know, before I, before I started working full time for Moonrock, um, I was doing kind of, uh, I was picking up clients. So like, like I said, my strength is research and writing. So I would, I would be a, an assistant for people like I've been a virtual assistant or wrote, I've written people's blogs before, like in, in crypto space. And, um, you might be surprised who I would connect with, but there was one client that I had in particular, and I won't mention them for, for my embarrassment, but, um, I, I just completely, they, they gave me an assignment uh, to write a few things and I completely botched it. Like I, I went way overboard and it was really cheesy and I lost, I lost them as a client. Like I really did. And it was, they were a pretty substantial client. Like they were going to be maybe half my salary. And I was really torn by that. And so that was, it was devastating to me at the time. Um, and not, not just for the money aspect, but also for the embarrassment aspect. Cause I was in a, I was in a, a chat room with maybe like seven other people. And so they're kind of, they kind of got the element of like, okay, this is not what we want. And that's, that's really humbling and it is, it's defeating at times. Um, so that's, that's probably, you know, one of the bigger mistakes that I've made. I, I've made quite a few other ones, but the, really the best thing is to do is just to shake it off mm -hmm. and just to keep going. Like you made one mistake. Okay, great. You're just like everybody else, you know? <laughs> um, so and just keep on going with that. And then next thing you know, that mistake is going to be long, in the horizon and you don't even see it anymore you know exactly and, and i love what you say there about like just keep going i mean this is crypto at the end of the day right you know um not everything works out the first time you you will come across obstacles because it's such a new industry and inevitably we're all human we make mistakes you know sometimes that mistake cannot be of our own fault but you know part of being responsible is owning up to that and just dealing with it and moving ahead and in terms of moving ahead, I mean, it's been really interesting to hear your story about how you got started in this space. You know, you, you volunteered, you then transitioned into paid work, and now you're, you're working here full time. As we wrap up, and, the, you know, just before we go, like, in terms of the listeners out there who are interested in applying for a job, and, you know, they're, they're still a little bit unsure about, like, the security of this industry and if it's going to last like, what would you say your experiences are kind of now taking that transition and working here full time and, and, you know, feeling that, am I going to be doing this job in one or two years time? Like, what advice can you give to the listeners out there on, on kind of addressing that? Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, no one can really predict the future, um, but based off of what I've seen, like, I, the blockchain industry is here to stay mm -hmm. from, from every, from every angle that I've seen, you know, from a financial angle, from, from an economic even a social economic standpoint. Um, and if this is even a fraction of what like the internet has been, I mean, most, uh, 
a lot of jobs nowadays didn't even exist 20, 30 years from now. And ma- mainly that's due to like the internet and just recent technology. So if, if crypto and blockchain is even a fraction of that, it, it's going to be here to stay. So I don't, I don't have any, I don't have any regret getting in. Like I don't, you know, if it all falls apart tomorrow, like I'm going to have no regrets. And that's something that like, I'm willing to take the risk on, mm-hmm. um, you know, but life is a risk, you know, and, and, you know, me driving to anywhere is a risk, you know? So that's just something I'm willing to take. Now, um, I would say like, it, like you might say like, Hey, I, you know, I don't want to risk being in a blockchain industry that might fall apart in five years. Well, I don't want to take the risk to work at a nine to five <laughs> my whole life and not really accomplish anything, you know, cause like my last nine to five job was a janitor, you know, and I, I just, I can't do that the rest of my life. It doesn't provide me any fulfilling, you know, fulfillment or, you know, it takes me away from my family, things like that. So, I mean, really the best thing is just take the risk, get involved and, you know, prepare yourself. Like, I mean, obviously like I wouldn't go head on and just don't have a backup plan necessarily. Like be smart about it. Um, but yeah, that, I would just say like, I mean, don't be afraid to take the risk. Um, and yeah, it should be, should be good. Fantastic. I mean, again, I, I love what you say there about, you know, that you should be more worried about not working in this space and missing out than taking the risk. And, it's kind of like a hidden formal, right? So people worry about not getting into coins. Well, I mean, if, if you're a listener out there and you've made, you know, good money in the last six months or life-changing, substantial money, you know, take the risk now while you can. I mean, crypto's provided you this, this you know, um, this wealth, this abundance of wealth, let's say. And, you know, if you're ever going to take a chance in your career to shift and you, you're interested in working in crypto, there's never been a better time. I mean... You know, one of the, the key reasons we wanted to speak on this podcast was to give like a real world example of this, like, you know, someone who's gone from, you know, a regular job to now working in an industry he loves. He has the flexibility to work his own hours and also the opportunities here are, are just endless. I mean, you know, as we wrap up here, is there, is there any final like advice you want to give to, to anyone who's um, who's currently working a, a, a job and wants to make a transition into into crypto like what what sort of areas would you say from your work are you seeing are the most hottest right now um you know the most i mean definitely development um i know that's that's probably the hardest to get into mm-hmm. is some sort of pro, you know programming but most of the programming jobs i've seen you know they take you know one year experience sometimes right. you know so like um, it, it, if you already have some programming experience and you want to get into blockchain based experience, like a lot of it's object oriented, a lot of it's like, like solidity or rust, but that's covering, you know, like probably like 50% of the opportunities that I've seen. Um, and some of them, like they just, they just want people that are passionate, like, cause they, if they get passionate people, they can teach them how to do things properly, you know, versus somebody with 10 years of C++ you know, or some other language, you know, that might be a little more difficult. So that's probably the biggest one. Um, business development is probably another mm-hmm. one that I've seen. Um, and that's not really my niche or, you know, I, I can't really say too much about how, what that means, but that's another one I've seen. And you know, a lot of, I mean, a lot of writing and like PR work, uh, marketing, and that's pretty big too. And I mean, I've, 
Yeah, there's there's jobs like I get turned down. Like I turn down jobs now because you know they want like you know three or four or five articles a month, and I just say, hey, I don't have time. Like I'm working. Yeah, I'm kind of working full time now. So <laughs> there's and and you know it's like I feel bad, and, and I tried I try to send some of these to people that I know, but a lot of those people can't do them either. So like that's I'd say with writing, that's probably I mean. You could get, you could probably pick it up in about a month, depending mm-hmm. on what they want you to do. Now, it, it may not be paid, or it might be, it might be on the cheap end, but at least you're getting your foot in the door. And so, I'd say writing is probably the probably the easiest door to get into. Um, it may not be the most lucrative at first, but like I said, like your focus is just getting in on the door, getting in through the door, and kind of keeping keeping it going. Um, so yeah, those, those are probably the three biggest opportunities that I see right now. Fantastic. And, and on that note, in case anyone wants to get in touch with you, get some advice about your journey and how to get involved like in, in content writing in particular, um, could you please just let us, our listeners know where they could get in touch on your socials? Uh, yeah, so uh, the main main the main place you can reach me at is on Twitter, and it's um, uh, Osukimi Crypto. That's, that's, you know, the biggest place you can, you can reach me at. So. Fantastic. And yeah, I mean, on that note, it's been really fascinating to hear your story. Um, I, I just love the fact that you've, uh, you've turned this now from like a, a hobby into like, you know, a full-time job and been able to change your career. Um, we'd love to have you back on as a guest in the next 12 months or so to see how things have progressed and what you're up to. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fantastic. Fantastic. So again, thank you so much for for coming on the show. And uh, yeah, we really appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, thanks for having me on.